Welcome, all you beautiful people. This is Decarb with Matt. Matt from Decarb with Matt. I thought I'd say that a couple of times so you know who I am. And hey, this is a very interesting podcast series all about decarbonizing the planet, jumping across to net zero 50, aligning with the Paris Accords, all that stuff. Well, what does all of that mean? Well, hey, I'm going to explain it to you over the next series of Decarb with Matt. I hope you're going to have a bit of fun because we've got to try and make this interesting and not boring. Because it's not. We're saving the freaking planet, guys. Come on. See you soon. Cheers. That's a bit of a high energy type of a start. But hey, it's the first podcast of Decarb with Matt. So I'm pretty excited here. I'm sitting here in my little recording booth. Uh, got all my notes up, hoping I can give you guys some good information. I hope I can. Because I'm learning just as much as you guys, and it's uh, it's it's pretty interesting, you know. I don't want my kids to grow up like on, you know, in a Mars type environment. I really don't. It would suck. Okay, so where do we start with decarb with Matt? Well, I think the first thing we need to do is we need to pretty much have a bit of a definition on a couple of the different terms and things like that that we're using. Because some of these things you may have seen in the media, you might know all about it, and you're thinking, Matt, you're an idiot. But I need to find this stuff out before I really go on my journey. So, you know, I think the first thing we need to talk about is decarb with Matt, as in decarbonization. What exactly is decarbonization? When I first heard it, I thought like, is that something I put through my motor in my car to get all the black soot out? You know, I don't know. Maybe it is. Is it, uh, I don't know, water without sparkles? I, I have no idea. But hey, I've got an interesting uh, definition from my friends over at NG. Hi, everyone at NG. Um, decarbonization refers to all measures through which a business sector or an entity, a government or an organization reduces its carbon footprint, primarily its greenhouse gas emissions, carbon dioxide, that's CO2, and methane, CH4, in order to reduce its impact on the climate, which is great. So, uh, you know, it gets interesting here, guys, because the next thing that I want to talk about, about decarbonization, is maybe just another little description, which kind of helps uh, kind of crystallize what decarbonization is. So, decarbonization is about reducing CO2 emissions resulting from human activity with an eventual goal of eliminating them. So, in saying that, what are actually carbon dioxide emissions? Like, where do they come from? How does it, you know, what's happening? So I've got a little note here that says, since the Industrial Revolution, human sources of carbon dioxide emissions have been growing. Well, duh. Human activities such as burning oil, right, in cars and stuff, coal and gas, as well as deforestation are the primary cause of increased carbon dioxide concentrations in the atmosphere. So it's us. All these climate deniers. Jeez Louise, guys, look at the data. Look at the facts. It's there. 87% of all human-produced carbon dioxide emissions come from the burning of fossil fuels like coal, natural gas, and oil. And the remainder is like when they clear land and things like that. And also there's some industrial processes like cement manufacturing that actually accounts for 4%, which is kind of super crazy when you think about it. So like you think of all the cement that's out there, you know, like it's everywhere and that is a major contributor. So it starts to make you think about all the other cool construction materials that they're kind of getting into. But anyway, that's a story for another day. What I want to get down to now is, so, okay, we've covered, uh, you know, uh, decarbonization, which is really cool, but uh, what does that lead to and, and why are we doing that? Ah, 
we are doing that because of net zero 50. And the term net zero 50 or net zero means achieving a balance between the carbon emitted into the atmosphere and the carbon removed from it. The balance or net zero will happen when the amount of carbon we add to the atmosphere is no more than the amount removed. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So, but like, what does that mean? How, uh, is there a timeline? Like, do we have things set out that we can go, okay, we've got to do this today to get to our net zero 50 target. Well, I've got a cool little graph here, right? And I'm looking at it. And, you know, in 2025, what they're saying is there'll be no new sales of fossil fuel boilers, right? Which is pretty cool. Um, I think that'd be great if we can get to that by 2025. To continue our journey to net zero 50, by 2030, we need to have universal energy access. And um, all new buildings are zero carbon ready. And 60% of global car sales must be electric. Most new clean technologies and heavy industries are demonstrated at scale, right? And we've got a phase out of unabated coal in advanced economies. Yeah, that's pretty hectic. Lots to do. But look, I think we can get there. And so by 2035, they want to have most appliances and cooling systems are sold at best in class. So they're really, really efficient. Uh, 50% of heavy truck sales are electric, right? And all industrial electric motor sales are best in class and an overall net zero emissions electricity in advanced economies. So look, that's right across the board. And, you know, it, by 2040, they want to have 50% of existing buildings retrofitted to zero carbon ready levels, right? 50% of fuels used in aviation are low emissions and around 90% of existing capacity in heavy industries reaches a new investment cycle, meaning they've got to get some new kit on the ground. And by new kit, I kind of mean like better equipment that's more efficient, that doesn't have such a huge, big carbon footprint. All right. So we've covered what decarbonization is. We have kind of covered what net zero 50 is. But the last one that gets me all the time is what are the Paris Accords? Like all the Paris Accord or I, I really, you know, I, I've got some ideas, but I just kind of like trying to work out exactly what it actually is. So... I've got a little statement here that says the Paris Agreement is a legally binding international treaty on climate change. It was adopted by 196 parties uh, in Paris on the 12th of December in 2015, and it actually entered into force on the 4th of November 2016. And its goal is to limit global warming to well below two, preferably 1.5 degrees Celsius compared to pre-industrial levels. So before we started all those smokestacks, you know, you ever seen Oliver, you know, where all those smokestacks are like pouring out gross stuff before that, we want to get back down or we want to get to that, that point within about two to 1.5 degrees Celsius. So yeah, so the Paris Accords are pretty big right? And, you know, the Paris Agreement works on a five-year cycle of increasing um, climate action carried out by countries. So every five years, we're doing more and more to get to a point of net zero 50, uh, utilizing, you know, things like decarbonization, of course. And um, that's what we want to do. So it's a big, big journey. And, you know, it's interesting. I saw some data the other day when people were looking at um, or, or listening to things about greenhouse gases and the state of the planet and all that sort of stuff. And, People would prefer at this point to probably not think about it because it's, it's big and it's bad and it means some pretty heavy stuff going on. And what I need to let everyone know is that we need to get on this now, right? Not yesterday, but now. Right now, we need to jump on the decarbonization bandwagon. Now, as I've said, there's a whole lot of different ways to do it, but we need to jump on it right now because really I've got two kids, one's 10 and one's 13. And I do not want them, as I said in the intro, walking out into a, a Mars-based environment with brown skies and 
really bad air quality and plants aren't growing and you know everyone talks about this but it's for reals this is going to happen if we do not start doing stuff right now and you know don't think that just because you bought a tesla that you're doing your thing for the planet yes you're definitely helping and that's fantastic the ev adoption has to happen and it is happening but we can start with little things doing your recycling i know it's boring here i have a yellow bin and a green bin i put all my recycling in the yellow bin things get recycled so therefore new things aren't made well, they're recycled, and so they're reducing a carbon footprint. They're not making brand new things, things that you might just even just throw away after six months, you know? Like all this fast fashion stuff, what's going on with that? does my head in. You know, you wear something three times and it falls apart. Think about all the carbon outputted because of making that garment from the colors to the, to the refinement of the, the ink that goes into it. There's a lot of stuff going on right now that we could do better at. We're doing great at some things, you know, we're slowly getting there. Public awareness is starting to get up there. People aren't just rolling your eyes. Oh, look, it's another greenie talking about the environment. No, people are starting to think about what we're doing. And so really that's the purpose of this podcast, Decarb with Matt, is to make people aware that, you know, we need to get to a point of net zero 50. If not, the proverbial, you know what, is going to hit the fan. Trust me, it will. I watch sci-fi. And sadly, most sci-fi is you know, the world going to shambles, you know, like, oh, geez, we, the, the, we can't survive anymore because we can't breathe the air. I get it, right? I get it. So, hey, Net Zero 50 is a big one. And, you know, that gets me thinking, why must all sci-fi end with some post-apocalyptic freaking wasteland of everyone getting nailed? And you know what I mean when I say that? I mean, like, there's one survivor, everyone's died, he's waiting for some spaceship to come down and pick him up to take him to another planet, where it's all green and beautiful. No, I, I say no to that. I say, let's make this planet better now. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm all up with Musk. He's a fantastic guy. We're going to Mars. It's got to be great. But also, let's concentrate on getting our stuff sorted here before we kind of go too far out into the cosmos. Like, I'm all up for all space exploration, but hey, let's kind of like fix some stuff on Earth before we start getting too hardcore going to other planets. So yeah, so look... I'm trying to keep this podcast a little bit short for the first one because I want you guys to get to know me and um, have an understanding of where I want to go with the podcast series and Decarb with Matt. We're going to be having lots of different interviews with different industry experts from, um, you know, electrically charged vehicles to people running green hydrogen. Like, what's green hydrogen? What's Twiggy doing from Fortescue Metal Group at the moment with his big green hydrogen plans? What's the new technology that's going to be coming out in the future? And what's the technology that's happening right now? You know, there's so many things to discuss about decarbonizing the planet and we must do it. You know, come on, we have to do it. It's something we all need to take an active role in so that we can have a fantastic future. Cause I'm all up for fantastic futures. I don't want to be sitting in a little dome hut thing on Mars going, geez, I wish I was back on earth right now. I wish we had have just taken the time and got things sorted back there before you know what really hits the fan. Okay, this is Decarb with Matt. It's been fun. It's been grand. There's got to be lots more. I'm planning for hundreds of these things. So please subscribe. I think that's what I say. I'm getting used to all this new jargon as well. And I would just like to say thank you so much for everyone that came together to make this all possible. Uh, it's got to be a bit of a blast. And I hope you have a really good time listening to Decarb with Matt over the next several million years. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. I will catch you next week. See you later.
Rocky Cup with Matt was filmed. Well, actually, it was recorded in front of no one. Uh, when we travel, we stay at our mums. And we have a great time. See you later. Thank you.